Hey everybody! Oh, I'm hot there. Hi! Oh well, yeah. we are back after taking a week off because we didn't have a topic. <laughs> um, we tried, and then it was like, "Ooh, I'm not ready for this yet." Yeah, and we had a very busy week. Yeah, and we had another busy week this week, but we can't take two weeks off. We, no, we need to be here with y'all, so we are back, and. Uh, we were discussing right before the show. Uh, I don't know what was going on where the Phantoms play hockey. We were doing a hockey game tonight. But uh, there was all the amount of stairs you could possibly take. We are uh, we were both on the roof of the parking deck, which was the eighth level. Yeah. And our, where our truck, our production truck parks, is on a stairwell. There's no near elevator. You could go in the building and, or you could go down and get an elevator if you really want one. Literally, like, two elevators. You have to, like, make a, an exchange. Oh, you do? Yeah. I thought you could just go to, like, the, fir- the like walk up the stairs to the first level and go down. Yeah, well, you got to go up those stairs. And, it, I mean, yeah, it's it's not easy to get to. It's easier Whatever, to get to we're, eight flights of stairs. We need the exercise. Yeah. So yeah. I, I beat you up there because you were shooting posts, but... Yeah. Man, I was dying. Dwayne was dying. Rocco was in his car. Who knows what he was doing? But we were all up there because it was a busy day, and it was, oh, God. Yeah, it was. You started a workout. I didn't think to start a workout. I, I was curious. So I have, I like, that's, I'm still, like, I'm over this whole little cough thing. That it did I close my rings, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, Let me see. So it was 92 feet elevation-wise. Uh, it, in two minutes and eighteen seconds, it took me. Uh, average pace. Was you were huffing. I think it took I, me I, longer. I, I started pushing. And I kept going. I had like my thirty-pound backpack on, and I was carrying my walking backpack that had my my boots and my rain pants in it. Mm-hmm. So I was carrying probably an extra, you know, forty pounds, which is healthy, you know, too. But I didn't like it. My my heart rate. Was av- averaged at one thirty nine. Mm. Mind you, the, probably the first two flights of stairs, it was probably minimal, and then by the end, I was fu- like, I, I couldn't breathe. My heart was. Re- I, I was starting to get vertigo on the steps then too. I don't think that has anything to do with like the exhaustion or being out of shape. I think it's the the motion of walking up the same exact set of steps over and over in a like a basically going up. And back up and back up and back up and back, like, like they don't look like anything anymore. Mm. And like every now and then, I was like missing a step, and I caught myself at least twice from like just face planting, walking upstairs. Yeah, it uh, <sighs> it was it sucks, and uh, was... but we survived. It's the yeah, we did. We're so, now now it, it gave us something to talk about and inspire others. Because other people, you don't understand what hardship is until you have to walk up eight flights Ugh, of stairs. And boy, howdy. There's a phrase that I got from Dan Freebill. <laughs> <laughs> boy, howdy. I was hurting. It is February 1st tomorrow. What a two weeks we had. 
when you're listening to this word i mean today's the groundhog day show and you're wondering what that is and it's it's if you listen to the show and think every single show they talk about the same stuff well we're making it true today yeah that's the point of this one yeah it's uh you're going to relive some of our picks from the last fucking seven, eight, I don't know how many years we've been doing this a lot. It's like a, it's like a greatest hits. This is like one of those podcasts where they don't have time to do a show, so they take a bunch of clips yeah. and it's, mash it all together. Right. But we, we do, do it live. We do our greatest hits. We do um, yeah, a clip show. This is a live clip show, <laughs> uh, which you might think is why. That's a pretty stupid thing to do when you could just go through. Yeah, but it's more work to go through and cut together our old shit. Like, if we had a staff, sure. Okay, yeah. put together a best of show, because uh, we're not doing a show this week. And technically, this should have been last week when we were off. <laughs> you know, that's when they yeah, should be Yeah, like, that's when show. you would have done this. Yeah. But we came back to do it live for you. Uh, we watched the Royal Rumble. Uh, I, I I watched, had to watch a majority of it. You, did you, you weren't watching up at your camera, were you? No, no, I, I, I paused it, saved it. That didn't work. Oh, it didn't? Um, no, but I was able to... See, every time when I pause it and I go back home, it lets me start back up where I left I, it. I don't know what the deal was. I was able to... Although I was home early enough that I was able to rewind far enough back. I was like midway through the women's rumble. So I'm like, okay, I'll start from here. I only missed the beginning of it. Oh. I'm not going to get anything spoiled for me. So I started from there, and then... Um, well, I spoiled the whole women's room before you. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, it was... it was at, In the end, it was. I think it was better than the, the men's. Really? I mean, it, Everyone it shit on the women's. I, I thought the men's was great. I enjoyed them both. I, enjoyed, I thought the most boring the match was the championship match. Yeah, there was... It, look, it was, it wasn't bad. It was, it was a very serviceable pay per view. Like there was no big oh shit moment, you know. Mm, yeah, I guess. I just I, I mean you don't always need those. No. It, it told the story. It got us to where we need to be. Um, I thought it was great seeing Cody and uh, Punk, and I told, and uh, uh, my brother in law Tones Rigatones. Was like, oh man, you called him down. I'm like, it's not hard. I was like, the last three I, at the start of the match, yeah, I go, he goes, who's gonna win? I go, I don't know, but I know the last three are gonna be Gunther, CM Punk, and Cody, and it'll probably be Cody going over. I doubt they're gonna put Punk over this early. And I mean, that's, I mean, you don't have to. I don't follow it religiously. You just the all you have to do is see the YouTube clips that they post and they kind yeah. of telegraph where they're going with it. And you kind of got a feeling the way they were building it up, like they were really pushing the the back to back. Yeah, up the Austin thing. Yeah, okay. and the Michaels and uh, Hogan. Yeah, and uh, and that really like builds his credibility. To... Yeah, I and, didn't and realize that is... Punk got injured. I don't think he really did. Oh no, he did. He tore his tricep. Uh, he seems to be fine because he was taking kicks to it on Raw. Yeah, I mean they're fucking working kicks. Yeah, they're not I mean, shoot still... kicks. Yeah, but I mean, he's, the way he was talking, it was like, oh, he's not going to be at Mania. No, that, he's out to uh, four to six months. For reals? Yeah, yeah, he really tore his tricep. I'll see about that. I'm sure he'll be there. He's a healthy boy. Now, the good promo, I thought, now we're going up the weeds. People are like, we don't watch wrestling. What the fuck is in the wrestling Hey, podcast? this is what we do on the show. 
Right. We the promo then the Seth Rollins convincing him to wrestle him and not Roman. I thought that was good. That was a great promo. Yeah, but um, nonetheless, then uh, uh, didn't see any movies. We finished. Rat football's been great. (laughs) Uh, the The script's been sticking to the Taylor Swift. Not the fact that the uh fucking Chiefs have been in most every Super Bowl since Patrick Mahomes has been a starter. That has nothing to do with it. It's Taylor Swift is why the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's the numbers don't lie. The numbers don't. The number thirteen. Did you see that? Colbert did a whole thing because I guess her favorite number is thirteen. So they took (laughs) any number that any number relative to the Super Bowl and found a way to add it, subtract it, or just turn it into thirteen. Just adding arbitrary numbers together. Mm. Pretty hysterical. I um uh the the what the Super Bowl logo gimmick uh, it has it's in New Orleans so of course it has green and uh, purple in the logo and that apparently telegraphs not to use that phrase again telegraphs who's going to be in the Super Bowl so it'll be the Vikings Jets so that uh, Aaron Rodgers gets to lose to the Vikings one more time the Vikings win the Super Bowl <laughs> which I don't believe for one second. Like, there's another team that wears purple that's really good. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, news, James Gunn is casting. I don't know what's going on in the Nerdverse. I really haven't been. Um, I got my Dune ticket. That's oh, exciting. yeah, yeah. I'm going to talk about what ticket I'm looking to buy a little later. Of course, we'll talk Ghostbusters later in the show, so we'll oh, save that. yeah. Okay. That uh, looks, it kind of looks so good. All right, stop, 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 stop. What? What? I'm just saying, it looks good. Uh, yeah, stuff. I know. That's where I was at. I know. What? No. We're going to talk about it later. Oh, okay. I want to save it. saying it looks good. I know, I but they're going to make me want to talk about it now. <laughs> you oh, know, okay. I can't, I have no impulse control. <laughs> yeah, well, I got it. Um, but yeah, and the IMAX, real IMAX. Yeah, you're seeing. Uh, at, at 9 a.m. Oh, my God. Which means I'm going to have to leave my house about 7 yeah, because that's kind of rush, rush hour. hour yeah. Rush hour turnpike traffic. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Seven to go see Dune in IMAX. Why'd you pick 9 a.m.? It's It was the best time for me to go. I figure mm-hmm. I'll be working late that night so I can come in a little bit later. And I didn't want to go. The only other time I would be able to go uh, would be at like a 10 o'clock show once the kids are sleeping. They end up having 11 o'clock, and that would probably mean I wouldn't get out of the theater there until like two thirty three and then an hour drive home. So yeah. So nine AM at KOP. It's the the best time. So now I can get my fleshlight popcorn bucket and uh, Oh yeah, you gonna buy that thing? And, God no. It's God, so is that gonna be there? Is it exclusive to uh No, I, I think it's AMC. AMC, okay. And what it's, I think it's Regal, right? Yeah. Is it Regal? Yeah, it's Regal. Yeah. Um, but like someone even pointed out, look, as gross as it might look and how ridiculous it is, like you realize like when you reach in and you're pulling out all like it's, it's going to start collecting butter on all its little tentacles. And each time you reach your arm and it's just going to be basting your arm in popcorn butter. Not that mine usually isn't, but. It's very weird. I feel like someone. 
This is the problem. People don't... Uh, the weird guy in the back doesn't uh, step up and bring it, uh, give his two cents because he's afraid what people are going to think of him. But I saw on comicbook.com, by the way, to go back to wrestling really quick. Solo Sokoa, Sokoa deletes Twitter account after old tweets resurface. And I'm like, what did he tweet? And I look at it and he just like is hating math. It's like history and math. Damn shit. I hate math. Hate math. I hate math with all these emojis. I'm like, why would you delete it? Because of that. That's is, great. Is it a parody? That, that's the sweetest reason. I saw it too, but I didn't bother clicking on it. I'm yeah. like, oh no, his career is over. No, he just hates math. Oh, oh God. Phew. Oh. Good for him. Uh, Vincent D'Onofrio uh, spotted on set for Daredevil Born Again, which I mean, duh. But yeah. A couple others too. I don't want to. You don't care for spoilers. No, tell me. Uh, it was, uh, people that were thought to be done with their uh, characters are, are back. Well, tell me. Uh, Foggy. And, oh, uh, and Karen. And Karen are reprising the roles, even though it was believed they wouldn't be. Uh, okay. But they are. I just read that somewhere now. It's, hmm. it's breaking. Breaking. Okay. What the hell is this? RVD's on... AEW now? Yeah, he's been for a while. I just showed up on Dynamite. I don't know. I don't watch the. I don't watch the product. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I thought you liked AEW. I I started watching when it first came out, and then I stuck around for a bit, and then I missed a week here and a week there, and I just because uh, you fought with me on... once on this show about it. Well, yeah, because I I have no issues with it, but I'm not a. I was like, I hate that spot monkey stuff. And you're like, it's called wrestling. <laughs> yeah, I'm not crazy about the spot monkey stuff either, but there are every now and then there's, uh, you know, some. I, I just, I like wrestling, the actual. Yeah, I do I, enjoy the match itself. I like promos. Yeah, you like promos. Yeah. And, and they're, they're, I'm going to lie, they're promos, with the exception of maybe one or two people at most, their promos suck 90% of the time. So. Yeah. And, and the storylines were just, I mean, it, yeah, but some of the matches were good. Again, this turning into a wrestling podcast. Got to stop yeah. that. All the wrestling it, podcasts no, are that, popular. It's, it's, it's Groundhog Day show. Oh god, I can't do that voice anymore. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah, there you go. Why not? Oh man, I guess Vince. Uh, someone should have never let Vince learn how to text message. Jesus Christ, the horniest fucking seventy-three-year-old on the I, planet. No, if you look at it, he didn't learn how to. Text. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> Come on, Vince. You got to be better than that. CTE and fucking human growth hormone. Because uh, Cornette swears he was not like that in the fucking 90s and 2000s. Hmm. He's like, God damn. I would have been fucking hanging around more. <laughs> he was joking. And then he had to apologize for joking. Ah. He's like, we did not take this seriously. Anyway, anywho, we uh, that was it on what happened in our two weeks off. <laughs> not a whole lot. I guess it was. Yeah, we just it, like we said, it was very busy. Week off, not two weeks. Week off. Yeah, yeah. It feels well. I guess it's it's been two weeks since we recorded the show, but we, we only took show. one week off. I know. It just it feels like. Uh, it's weird. This it doesn't feel like we did though, cause no, cause yeah, it, it was been non fucking stop. But 
Uh, then there are those weeks where it is just one week in between. And I'm almost like just sitting there waiting for the next show to come. Like, I, I, I need my, my psychotherapy to come here and just blabber to you and make me feel good about myself. Mm, mm, yes, yes, yes. Um, we are doing our show where we talk about things that we've talked about before. And I think I go first. Hmm. Um, today. I think. I don't know. Well, I'm going to go first. Just why not, right? Here is yeah. my first repeat. So I, I dug through uh, my archives and anything I could think of. And I was even like looking through your old clips and seeing if like, oh, maybe I'll talk about something Squeezer talked about. Mm -hmm. But And I, I picked, I, I know the original list I sent you changed a bunch of times, but this is my list of five things I've talked about multiple times in this show before that I just felt like I wanted to talk about again. Here's number one. Oh, got to pot it up. Classic. Talk about Groundhog Day, right? Because great cooks taught you to appreciate tasty fried chicken, Burger King will never serve you formed bits and pieces of chicken like McNuggets. You see, only the all-white meat chicken breast our chicken tenders are made from is good enough for people who love the tasty goodness of Burger King chicken tenders. Mm. Burger King chicken tenders. What? Man, I here's a million dollar idea, Burger King. You don't even need to keep them on the menu. Bring back original chicken tenders. Put them in that original box with um uh like the little side cart for the dipping sauce. Hey, Junior, what kind of dipping sauce? And then, um, and like be like, yeah, for like one month only, you can, and then make the box look exactly like it did in 1986 when they introduced them and have all that black peppery goodness. But, uh, man, they had so many different like chicken tenders. Um, they had like the crown versions and I, I remember when I was at KB in like 99, 2000, they had a chicken tender sandwich and that's how like, um, it was on their value meal, like the 99 cent meal. So it was like the, the meat, the protein of the sandwich was three chicken tenders on like a small bun. And, and that's it. And well, there was mayonnaise and lettuce on it too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and I got it without mayonnaise. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a <laughs> monster. I mean, I don't still don't like mayonnaise, but like, why not just get chicken tenders, dummy? Yeah. Oh, because you need that extra. <laughs> you just got to add a little more extra bread to your breaded chicken. Well, I was way thin back then, so you know, I was fucking. It, that wasn't hurting me at all. Fair enough. Uh, but um, yeah, they just they just discontinued them. Um, 1985 to 2012, and you don't know what you got. Till it's gone. Um, I don't remember Did them. Ever give a reason? I don't remember that. I don't know. From what I, I found this on Mash, that they were here till 2012. I think they discontinued them before that, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Well, yeah, they they uh, and they um, 
Yeah, there's no way they, they were there on that long, but I could be wrong. Uh, there's Reddit threads like dedicated to bringing these back, but they have the chicken fries and the chicken fries are good, but, um, and then now they have like chicken nuggets too, which are closer to like McDonald's and Wendy's offering. I was, I was never really a fan of, oh, uh, when don't even call Wendy's chicken nuggets. Wendy's suck. I don't mind Wendy's. Oh no, I think that they're beyond reproach. I mean, Burger Kings aren't, I'm sorry, McDonald's aren't great either, but I just, there's that, like nostalgia. They have not really changed them since I've been a yeah. kid, except removing like dark meat from them. Mm-hmm. Bummer. I hate dark meat. Oh, dark meat and cartilage. That's what I want. Oh, that's dark what they meat, used to be. and breading. I know. They were great. Oh, God. Dark meat. I fucking hated that. I hated when I got one of those nuggets. I'd spit it out and I wouldn't even eat it. And sometimes I'd only get one good McNugget per... When you get that little crunch in there and you look oh. and you, you see that, that translucent little yeah. bead just sitting oh. in there. Oh, glorious. It's like, it, it's up there with finding an onion ring in your french fry. You actually like, you're not joking. You're not putting on an act there, right? Have you ever seen me eat chicken wings? Like, uh. if there's anything left on the bone, I am disheartened. Like, I will oh. gnaw that thing. Every Jesus. The little crunchy bits Fucking and everything monster. that holds it down, I, I devour it. Oh. Oh, no way. I, I hate eating chicken wings. It's the best wings. part. No, it's not. Oh, it's the best part. Um, So, yeah, I don't know how true that the 90s. To, so, someone here on um, has a good post, a picture of them on uh, 90s on Reddit. And 100% I worked at BK in the early 2000s and ate truckloads of tenders. And even at that point, they seemed less peppery than the 90s ones but still way more peppery than modern fast food. I remember seeing, even seeing as a kid, a ton of specks of black pepper on the bread. Oh yeah, that was like the thing of them. Hmm. Um, back when Burger King, was like back when Burger King was actually good. I loved Burger King chicken tenders. Like they were my fagging favorite. That's, oh God. Cause like McDonald's had those cartilage doodads. Oh yeah, and I didn't fucking want that shit. Um, God, I'm looking at them now, and they look so good. Yeah, they were. And at, at the at the time, I was not like I did not deal in chicken tenders. I fucking lived on chicken mm-hmm. tenders. No, I, I was always a burger guy. Occasionally at McDonald's, I would get uh, chicken nuggets. Um. And then when I became a grown-up and I can make my own choices, I got both. But <laughs> uh, I was a Whopper. If I was going to Burger King, I was living high. I was getting a Whopper Junior. Maybe um, a Rodeo Burger. But. Nah, I've never been a burger guy, ever. Like, I'll eat them. And like, there was a point where at McDonald's, I got the, the number two, two cheeseburgers plain. That is still the best meal ever. Uh, But, like... The McChicken, too, is my thing for a while. What if they put chicken tenders on a burger? <laughs> no, I don't want to. No. What if they put too much chicken in your quesadilla? Oh, the chicken wasn't that good today, either. It had, like, a funky Yeah, you didn't, you didn't look too excited about it. Yeah, it was kind of not good. So but... you just sat there and watched me eat. Yeah. Mm. Oh, no. The first time we had it, it was really good. And then the second time, it was okay. And this time, it was not. It was mm. just better in a taco than it is a quesadilla. Maybe. 
I got the pork, so it was the habanero uh toasted papita. Uh, yeah, that was mango salsa. Mango. Yeah, there we go. <clears throat> I wanted to say avocado, but it wasn't that. No, it was pretty good. So Burger King, like don't bring back the chicken tenders that you get in the restaurant chicken tenders. Bring back the original 80s chicken tenders. And um make a little money on the side doing it because people are going to fucking buy it, man. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I will. And you don't even have to have like some gimmicky sauce that's pushed by a cartoon that in hindsight no one actually really did care about. No, no. No, they really didn't. Uh yeah, you just have the chicken tenders and the OG barbecue sauce. Dude, what barbecue if it's like a if it's just it's i'm sure it's all business it's gotta it's gotta be like a cost to benefit ratio thing like whoever like manufactured them if they just don't make them that way and it's not the same like yeah well i'm sure burger king contracted someone to manufacture them and i I am i'm there's somewhere i thought i saw it here i'm on reddit of course which means it's completely factual Mm mm-hmm <laughs> okay, this guy. Four months ago, they're made in the building as Weaver's Chicken Tenders, which is no, that's not true. Tyson's that's been debunked. They not... are not Weaver's. No. Okay. Weaver's. We used to get Weaver's Chicken Tenders as a kid. They're very similar, but they are not the same thing. But they're not. Gotcha. Yeah. Weaver's had like a sweeter breading, like a honey breading. Okay. But could they? Could it have been through something like Tyson? Or yeah, Tyson changed Mc, it up. McDonald's hires Tyson to do the McNuggets. Yeah, but they that do them sense. to exact their specifications. Yeah. So they're designed in McDonald's kitchen, and then they hire Tyson to make them. Mm-hmm. Just like Burger King can do. Wait, each restaurant doesn't like make their own fresh chicken tenders? <laughs> they cut their own plastic bag and dump them in the deep fryer. <laughs> Oh, I went to Wawa last night on my way home, and I, all I wanted was a little mac and cheese just to satiate myself before I drank a six-pack of 60-minute uh, uh, dogfish head, and they were completely out. Of mac and cheese? Mac and cheese and mashed potatoes. I hate Wawa's mac and cheese. I don't hate it. it I just don't really like it. it it's all right. You, you get a little hot sauce on it, and it's okay. It's, it's not as good as it used to be. It makes me like, or or you, hmm. or you get the bowl with the mashed potatoes and you can mix it together. Yeah. Although now they skimp on that too. It's just yeah, yeah nothing stays stop. the same forever. Yeah, stop, stop trying to be fancy and like sell pizzas and shit. Just go back to being really good at what you did. Yeah, ho- hoagies, hoagies, <laughs> bowls, and soups. Yeah. All right. Here is Squeezer's first re- uh, rehash. Now it's time for your best quality Ford dealer's model year-end closeout. This could be your last chance to get a great deal on the 1988 Ford Bronco 2. For a limited time, buy a Bronco 2 and you'll get a $750 cash bonus. Combine your bonus with a special option package and you could save over $2,600. Now is the time to buy a Bronco 2 during your best quality Ford dealer's model year-end closeout. Ah, uh, so I've I've talked about. <clears throat> excuse me. There we go. Rehash show there. Coffin. Coffin squeezy. 
Uh, um, I've talked about this how many times. Now, the fun little memories I have driving around my dad's Bronco, too, which eventually I inherited mm-hmm. as my first official vehicle. I technically kind of drove a 1982 Chrysler Layant K-Car station wagon. That was, like, all green. Um, but my first, like, official car, it was the 88 Bronco, too. And I would have gotten that in, when did he give that to me? Probably 2002, I think. It was my senior year. I started driving that. Nice. Um, yeah, because he had got the uh, Mountaineer around that time. A Mercury Mountaineer? Yeah, yeah, which is just a fancy Ford Explorer. Oh, uh, uh, right, 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 right. Yeah. Um, but I, I, and I loved I. And then eventually had it for a couple years. I don't know. I just, it was one of those things where I just had that like clean slate. I wanted something for myself. So I bought a Subaru Forester. Um, and I sold it to a friend of his for like, I don't know, a little bit, not enough. And I was, I was, cause I was thinking about this and all my picks are stuff that has been, I've talked about before, but it has been like fresh on my mind and I've been like jonesing for. Like, there are things, like, on my list where I've been talking to Mrs. Squeezer about going on a one-hour road trip just to go eat at this place because (laughs) I need it right now. And I I think it's because we're looking for a new car for her. And the kids were asking me about, like, our cars we had growing up. And I was telling them about the Bronco. And for a while now, like, I miss this thing. And I almost want to find it. Like, I'm waiting for that moment to see it, like, parked on the side of the road. I'm going to pull over, leave a note on it, because I guarantee you this thing is still fucking running. Leave a note on it. Call me. I will buy this back. Mm, I wish I could do that with my 93 uh, Chevy Blazer. I've been looking for how long for one that just like it. Yeah. I I absolutely adore this vehicle. And, I mean, to be fair, it shouldn't be on the road at all. It shouldn't have been on the road in 1988. Um like it failed every safety test and uh to the point where well you can't say it failed the safety test because um something got mixed up with the paperwork and it just disappeared hmm. believe it or not uh and and then like oh well let's put it on the market the rollover tests were horrific and if you look at it it makes complete sense like it's such a tall boxy top heavy uh, narrow base uh it, it's meant to just flip on uh uh on a dime mhm mhm uh, but what a what a peach of a car um and i mean so i had so many road trips in this damn thing <clears throat> and i was going through and i found uh, uh uh pictures of or there was a video of a guy giving a tour of his the exterior looked a little bit different but the interior uh, was the same across the board with just a couple of color changes. There's like the beige. Um, I think there might have been a blue interior, but then there's also the red. And my dad had, it was the red interior. And it was red, unread, unread, unread. But the only thing was uh, the dash panel had that uh, faux bespeckled uh, uh like wood, um, oh, it's kind of like an Amazonian kind of 
Like I like this Brazilian like wood finish on it. It was Brazilian very odd. wood finish, huh? It, I I don't know. It, it was just it was very. It was a strange look it had going for it. Um, and his there's a couple there. There's ones with the bucket seats. His had uh the the fold down center. So there's like an armrest, but it was like the soft cushiony one. And you could technically sit three across the front, even though I don't think there is a seat belt, and you would be straddling the stick shift, um, because there. I remember his. There were no cup holders in it. So wait, I you was a bench looking, seat across the front. You said it, it. It was a split bench because the passenger seat would collapse and fold down, so you can get in the back. Oh, uh, okay. Mine was four door, but so I had a straight bench, two straight benches, okay. straight bench across the front, straight bench across the back. I yeah, would kill I, to have oh, that car again. Here, oh, here's the pic. Oh, here, yeah. How do I, I just oh, look at the interior of this thing? Oh, it's glorious. Oh, here, I'll send this to you. Uh, where, da, 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 uh-oh. Oh, my God. God. Oh, wow. So I'm getting all hot and bothered looking at this. Can we just get yeah. all hot so, and bothered? So there's, yeah, you could actually see, if you look at the picture I sent you, you could see there is a lap belt uh, sticking up for the middle, uh, and so I don't know why. A little armrest, yeah. Yeah, that little armrest, and it it would fade that exact same way too. Um, the steering column all had that uh, look. The console, it's just the way the lights hitting it. It looks black, but it actually has a wood grain that that was interchangeable throughout all of them. It all looked the same. Uh, but I remember there were no cup holders at all in it. Um, cause See, my it dad had um, full-on Broncos, not uh, not yeah. Broncos to Bronco twos. Um, and so my dad had a uh, it was like the sandbag cup holder thing. Uh, that was like a weighted bag, and then there was a cup holder like in it. Uh, and that's where we keep his coffee, and eventually one of those like cigarette cup things, because mm. uh, he wouldn't use the ashtray in it, thankfully. But yeah, but it it definitely had it didn't have cup holders, but it had an ashtray and a cigarette lighter. Uh, and real the best thing about it was it had a really long throw on on the shifter, so like it was like driving a tractor trailer. But <laughs> over the years, by the time I inherited it, the, the it was so loose. I could slap shift with this thing and it was so much fun to drive. So I'm literally like throwing from like full arm all the way out, wham, all the way back down to two, wham, all the way back up to three. And just, just this thing would just go flying. And it got to the point too, where I could feel it out and you wouldn't even have to use the clutch. You should just get to the right RPM and you just go boop, 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 and it would just fall right into place. It was glorious. Um, yeah, I don't know how safe that was, but okay, I found one, and th- this guy's got it. Like, to- oh, this is nicer. Nah, this one's nicer. I found one. This guy's this one's dirty as hell, but this is kind of what my interior looked like. It was even the same color. It was a white exterior. It was a Chevy 1993 Chevy S10 Blazer, white exterior, blue interior, and had the bench right across. This guy's is fucking filthy, but that might it would looked exactly everything inside was exactly identical. Oh, this one's got a gray interior. That's lame. 
He wants 12. Oh, man. That could be a fun little project car. What, you found another? No, no, the one that you just sent. Oh, the 92 F- 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 STEM laser? As long as there's no rust on it, go to town. Yeah, but there's a pack of smokes on the chair, so it smells like smokes in there. Oh, that's never coming out. No. 1990 Ford Bronco 2, $12,000. Buy it. Buy it. Uh, hey, honey, I bought, I bought you a new car. <laughs> oh, that one has, like, they put, like, dumb rims on it and shit. Don't do that. You need the locking hubs. Yeah, that's what my dad's Bronco had, the locking hubs. Yeah. Uh, oh, that one. But I need the split tone because it, it also needs like the 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 red and and the white on the bottom. It's I'm gonna get really picky here. But yeah, I have so many memories in this fucking in this thing. Like my entire like really like I remember my dad. So he got it in I think '88. So I would have been five. Uh, he had a, a pickup truck before that. And he got rid of his pickup truck because he was tired of, like, family asking him to help him do stuff with it. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, can we borrow your truck for her? And he's like, I got rid of the damn truck. So I'm getting the thing with the smallest, no storage whatsoever. Um, What do they want for this one? Oh, this one's all, like, tuned up and shit. I don't need that. Oh, yeah. I love how I'm looking at a picture of this one, and they have a chalk under the tire. Yep, that's probably a good idea. Hmm. Oh, but the interior... Oh, no! They put big, stupid speakers in it. Fuck you. Oh, man. Yeah, and in the back, you had these little compartments that you can, like, put your toys in and stuff. Mine was, like... It was perfect for keeping, like, your Game Boy and games and stuff and a couple comic books rolled up and, like, this little side cubby. Yeah. And the the back uh, seats fold down. And it was a pretty good space. It was a great driving vehicle. Great driving vehicle with a little bit of string to keep the hatch down just enough. Mm-hmm. Um, you swing the tire out, pop the hatch, put the seats down, roll out some sleeping bags. You're up off the ground like it was like the same height as like a pickup truck bed, but you had the nice cozy interior. And then the speakers were back there, so when you tune in on the radio, and just boom, right in there. Oh, it was like five point one before it was a thing. Beautiful. Yeah. It was beautiful, beautiful vehicle, and uh, I don't need no fancy tuned up one with all all the gimmicks. I want just a that old two door S ten Blazer that I showed you, the red and gray one that's down in mm-hmm. Nashville. It's still for sale, sixteen thousand nine ninety five. I want that so bad. Uh, okay, I found one here, an eighty seven. For uh, they put like a lift kit on it and some dumb tires, but I could probably. This thing, I showed you this blazer, right? The red and gray one. Oh yeah, it was that yeah. It's a national. It's so immaculate. It's so beautiful. Uh, red interior, but oh, but it's split seats. But I can, I can take from that. I can handle that. No, this is mine. You can't have this. No, no, I'm, I'm looking at, I'm, oh. I'm looking at. Sorry, oh. I'm still looking. Are you send me another. Oh, here we go. This thing is like immaculate condition too. I want it so bad. It's sixteen. No, it's funny. I actually saw this when I was looking at the Bronco too because it's the same site that the other one I was looking at. Oh, yeah, it's Steel Site Classics. This is who, uh, this is Trucker who wants me to buy it and he said he'll go down and check it out with me. It's down in Tennessee. That's great. Oh, I want it so bad. Oh, I'll go I'll go with you and I'll look at their Bronco 2 selection. <laughs> She's beautiful, we'll, Clark. We'll both drive back very slowly 
Because I already have uh, two cars. I, I need a third. Well, between gas every. Yeah, between the three of us, we have three vehicles. Where the hell have you been? Sorry, BB. Uh, Ishmael, evening all. Just stopping this second night. Have a good show. Sorry, uh, we uh, off a week. But um, we're back. Yeah. So here, uh, it's time for my uh, second pick of my rehashed Groundhog Day. Sorry, I don't know why that was so drawn out. Here it is. Dianetics by L. Ron Hubbard. A fresh look at today's problems. Buy your copy at Walden Books. Walden Books. This isn't about Walden Books. This is about the used used bookstore. Sorry, I hit my next break. The used bookstore that was behind my house, which is now a, uh, I think it's a Primo Hoagie. Um, or it's a Salworks. I forget which one it was. Uh, that's where I got most of my books as a kid. Uh, so it was a beautiful used bookstore that had a photocopier in there that got me into trouble when I was in Catholic school. Um, but I'd constantly go back and like Stephen King and uh, Michael Crichton books. Yes, I bought all my and I still have copies of Michael Crichton books that have their books and more price tag on them, which to me is amazing. Um and she sold other things in there, like knickknacks and doodads and stuff. But the used bookstore was great. And then the Stephen King books and wrestling books. I have Lanny Pofo's book of poetry. Yes. <laughs> it was Leaping Lanny Pofo. Lanny, the brother of Macho Man. Of I'm, I'm assuming. It's he, called uh, Wrestling with Rhyme by Lanny Pofo. <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, I had this. And it was um, signed oh by him. The, someone sold it to the bookstore. It was signed by him. And I didn't know who he was. I had no idea. It was Macho Man's brother. But I was like skimming through it. And there was like other WWF guys in it. And I was like, oh, what the? Someone's selling it for a signed copy for $350 on eBay. Oh, it's signed by Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Mine was signed by Lanny Povo. As it should. I had no idea he was. Um... Oh no, it's signed by Lanny Pofo. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, mine was signed, uh, and had, had Hulk Hogan on the back cover, as to why I uh, wanted this. But uh, Leaping Lanny, he was the the genius in WWE, uh, the heel. He was the brother of Randy Macho Man Savage. And, um, yeah, I was obsessed with wrestling and books and there was this Hulk Hogan book in the library at school that I, we, everyone like took turns checking it out. Um, do you think Macho Man was a ghostwriter on it? Ooh, yeah. I love poetry. Yeah. Get a couple of drinks and old Macho Man and the cream rises to the top. <laughs> Mine grapes. A little <laughs> joke for those who follow Tracy Jordan. 
Um, yes. And so I remember I bought Howard Stern's first book, uh, Private Parts there. And the woman was like, should you be buying this? I was like, oh yeah, my parents let me listen to them all the time. I watch them. All the and then I had to hide the book in my sister's clubhouse because my sister wanted this plastic clubhouse so bad. She got it and then she never used it, especially in the winter. So I hid it out there and I sat in there and I read it. And my mom found it and she was ready to kill me. She took it from me. <gasps> no. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, the wall, the, I'm sorry, Books and More bookstore was, loved it. Can't go, I don't know, five hours about used vehicles like we did on your pick here, but <laughs> no room for that. But we well, will... you don't want to go and buy a bookstore. I I actually would like to. That would be pretty cool. Like that's why I've I've talked time travel before, and if I could time travel, what would I go back and see? Would I go back and see, um, like the the pyramids being built, the dinosaurs living? I'm like, no, I'd go back to like 1992 and walk <laughs> the mall and the books and more and the Texaco, and just and just walk around, you know. And look at Meanwhile, the mad scientist, you've been here. Right. Yes, I want to go back. Right. But I don't want to see the dinosaur. I don't want to get eaten by a dinosaur. I don't want to fucking get sold into slavery and build the pyramid. Yeah. I want to walk through and be like, and and just take it all in. Dinosaurs didn't have orange Julius stands. Right. Yeah, I'm going to get me some chicken tenders at Burger King. First, I gotta get, I gotta procure some cash, some nineteen hmm. uh, ninety and before cash. And then I'm gonna go back in time, and I'm not gonna like. I'm, this isn't like a go back in time in in my scenario. And you could bring stuff back with you. You gotta leave it all there. So you can't go back and buy a bunch of carded action figures and bring them back and sell them. You know what I mean? No, but but could you store them someplace safe? Yeah, but I don't, I don't, in my world, uh, um, you're uh, traveling dimensions, so you're existing at the same uh, time, you know? So in, in your world, the Bills win the Super Bowl 40 years in a row. No, no, everything happens almost exactly, though there might be almost a dimension exactly where that does happen, but hmm. uh, yeah, so I want to go back and I want to, I want to walk through my neighborhood, um, I want to go to Toys R Us. I want to go to the malls. I want to go and and just record, have like a, a little video recorder and just record it all. You just make sure you do it on a good day, not some bad day. And then you turn out to be the real weirdo that walks up to a kid outside of Toys R Us who's all excited to go in. You go, you know, one day this is going to be a carpet store. <laughs> and tile. <laughs> and tile. <laughs> There'll be flooring. Oh, and guess what? They're gonna put another one in Sears mm-hmm. just in case he didn't have enough. Mm-hmm. And and uh, KB's gone from yeah everywhere. Gone. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> you know that cool ramp you think's awesome? Gone. Yeah. So uh, I was watching videos about the new Apple headset, the VR headset, the Vision Pro, mm-hmm. and it records immersive video on it while you're wearing it. You could record clips that then you could go watch and relive it like you were actually there. And oh. and and I was like, people need to start putting these things on and like walking through Target right now, and then walking through like every season of every year, so we can go back and re- like in twenty years from now, and we want to 
to watch something on YouTube. That's what I want to want. I want to put my Vision Pro on yeah. and go and be like, I want to walk through Target in 2024. Listen, kids, that's your lane co right now. <laughs> yeah, get right. Out right. Get out. Get your Vision Pro. And go walk through. Yeah, I want to go through Lenko. Exactly. As lame as it sounds now, you're in 20 years going to be pining for Target. Yeah, in 20 fucking 30 years, you're going to be even pining for it more. In 30 years, we'll be in our 70s. And we'll, oh, yeah. There, there, there's no Lenko 20 years ago. We'll be 10 years out from running for president, so we'll have time to... <laughs> we'll have time to... Um, you know, watch Vision Pro videos of Target recorded in 2024. That's what I want. Start, start getting those Vision Pros on and walking through fucking Target and fucking the the, the Lehigh Valley Mall because it'll probably be destroyed. No. All right. Here's Squeezer's next pick. Now they got to start capturing smells. That's coming. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. Frank on how to remind your parents that now Tuesday is Kids Night at Pizza Hut. Try serenading. Tuesday night. Kids night. Tuesday night. Try the old codfish trick. <laughs> Hire professional help. Tuesday night. Kids night. Take them. You can't miss Kids Night at Pizza Hut. You get free Nickelodeon magazines and free personal pan pizzas when your folks order their pizza. And if they still won't take you, call Ninja Duck. Pizza Hut. Make it great. Ah, that is part of the whole smell thing. And well, I want to drive an hour west to Lancaster so I can go eat at a pizza hut. Um, <coughs> they don't, they don't have pizza huts here. Uh, there's no dining. Oh, really? The closest dining pizza hut is in, uh, as our GPS would call it, Hazelton. Um, or is it Pottstown? I think it's Hazelton. Is technically closer, but you have to call to see if they're even open. Uh, I know the one in Lancaster, right across, right from where uh, uh, Dutch Wonderland is, has a Pizza Hut. We went in there one time, and we're like, "Oh, let's go grab a quick, you know, bite to eat." And we got in there, and she's like, "And there's like maybe two, three other families." And the waitress is like, "I just want to let you know, I'm glad you're here, but I see you got kids, and it's probably gonna be like a 45 minute wait until I can get to you." So, I'm like. Gotcha, we'll leave. At Pizza um, Hut. At a Pizza Hut. A 45-minute wait to get a, yeah. a Pizza Hut pizza that they can make in 10 minutes. I mean, pretty much, it was going to be like 45 minutes so she could like even take our order, it felt like. She's like, I could take your order now, but like, it, I... It's, I don't I just, get that. She was just yeah. clearly bad at her job. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she might have been the only person working. It might have been like that Boston Market we went to where mm. she has to go and like cook the pizza and wait <laughs> tables all by her. I don't know. Mm. Um, but lately, I don't know what it is, but I've been jonesing to go into it just to be in a pizza hut. And I, I don't, I'm not very much like I, I enjoy the show and I like nostalgia. I don't, and it, it's every now and then like, oh, I miss that. I don't really that often get that sad, piney, empty feeling where it's like, I need it. Um, and I I don't I don't collect I'm not I collect a little but not a lot so like I don't I'm not like filling that void like you have in your soul um, but 
Or no, I stopped filling the void. No. You did. Yeah. Did. I'm back well, to... You, you I, I ran out of room to fill the void. <laughs> you, you got to that point where I got years ago where after I moved so many times, like, I was just sick of it. And I just kept the very few things that are, like, precious to me, like my Corporal Hicks. Um, but lately, I don't know what it is, but I want to go to Pizza Hut. And, like, it, it aches. Like, I need it. I want the smell. I want to sit in the booth. I want I want the lighting. And the when we were in this one, it was probably, like, four or five years ago. Uh, no, it had to have been three or four. Three or four, because I think we had two. There were two of them, I think. Um, and, like, it it was all still there. Like, it smelled the same. It looked as all the, the cups, everything. Like, oh, this is perfect. So I need to get back there. I need to, f- I want, I want that feeling of. You're like one of those influencer girls who posts the picture of the beach in the middle of winter and says, take me back. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Although your beach is a 1990s Pizza Hut, <laughs> and and I'm and I'm still hunched over, so you see my my giant ass and my boobs are all squished together with my arms as I'm leading. And you're making sunset heart hands. <laughs> sunset heart hands and duck lips. <laughs> <laughs> do they still do duck lips? I don't know. I don't know. Thing? Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, I'm just I'm jonesing for it. I need it. And I'm willing to drive the Lancaster to go and get. Well, what's my fucking pizza holding you back? Do it. The hour drive with my kids to Lancaster, and then not taking them oh. to Dutch Wonderland because they know where it is. I didn't think you were taking your kids. <laughs> yeah, no, no. She told me if I'm going, I have to take them, and she's staying home alone. Oh man, she is a clever woman. <laughs> <laughs> she is so smart. <laughs> if you're going, you're taking them. Right. Yeah, and uh, I'm not going. Yeah. Um. Three hours home alone. Yeah. No, c- longer because uh, it's an hour down, an hour back, forty-five minutes to wait to order my pizza. Oh, and I just I just included an hour of eating. No, no, no. You got you got an hour, figure an hour to eat, and then another forty-five minutes to wait to eat. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the one that took an hour. The the, the Lancaster one. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, the, the one time. in Hershey is sit down. The one across the street from the hotel by the sheets there is huh. No, I'm pretty positive. You have to next time you get out there, you have to check it out. But it's not a full-blown like red roof pizza hut, is it? No, but Oh, this one is. This is It's still dining looking. Okay. Well, I I honestly might even just like Tomorrow, just I might go to Target and get the little personal pan one just to satiate myself. Mm, I know it. it's not the same, but I'll do it. Yeah, five thousand calories in six inches. That'll do, pig. That'll do. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, just just putting a sprinkle cheese, or as I called it, uh, my grandfather called it the stinky cheese. Just put it all in your plate and just start licking your finger and just rolling it in it and just. Because you can't wait for the pizza to come out. Hmm. Do you know how much Parmesan hmm. cheese I could eat in 45 minutes while I'm waiting for my order? I never knew you did that. That is yeah, that's just, interesting. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. That was our that was our thing. Sprinkle on your plate and then just lick your finger, roll it in it, lick a little off, and just keep going. 
I'll be damned. It explains yeah. so much. I mean, I get it now. <laughs> but. Uh, yeah. I'm waiting. They're supposed to be putting a. Oh, no, that's a Domino's that's going in. Those fuckers. Where at? I like Domino's. Uh, where the Pizza Hut. Uh, Domino's isn't bad. That's how long it's been since I had Pizza And the last time I had Pizza Hut. Last time I had Pizza I was working at Forensic Files. And it gave me the drizzling shits. And I have, it's been. It's been a while since I had pizza, but it wasn't definitely that far back. At least, uh, when did I come back? Growing up, growing up. So at least 14, 15 years, I think, since I had Pizza Hut. Haven't I ever, uh, have you ever been there? I've gotten Pizza Hut delivered for for, uh, Hershey before. You must not. Yeah, last year. You didn't eat it last year? I wasn't there. Yeah, you were. Was I? Yeah. You had pizza. I had pizza. Huh. All right. So I had it once in the last 15 years. Yeah. I was going to say. I don't recall doing that. Yeah. Yeah. But I might have just had, you know what, though? That was probably, that was peak me taking care of myself. Oh. So I probably had like one slice. I'm like, that's enough for me. I'm going to go have some almonds and lettuce. At what point did you fall off the wagon? And what was your weight? Oh, uh, so I was at one, I think I was like 181. I was at that cusp of crack and like down in the 170 mark. And then it was last, right around last Thanksgiving. Um, because it was after that I did a certain something or that my doctor did a certain something with a pair of scissors. And I was on light duty for a time, so I couldn't lift and I was specific, and my big thing was I rode my bike, right? Mm-hmm. Like I would get on and I would ride my bike for like an hour, hour and a half, and bust ass on it. And he said that was the big thing. You got at least two months before you could ride a bike. I'm sure everyone's figured out now what it is. And that time off really hit the reset button, and especially over the holidays. And it led right into our Disney trip. And then coming back from Disney, I uh, I was a complete downfall and it was it was very easy because like oh i'll just get back on it back on it and then i didn't then he didn't and i completely went to hell and now i'm back in the groove again for the most part back in the groove. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're getting there it's it's, it's harder do you, you mind sharing where you're at your progress uh I, i'm like Two was two seventeen this morning. Oh, okay. yeah. I, I mean, I blew up quick. I was. <laughs> it, it, it got to the point where I was. It was like you fell 10, off Ozempic. <laughs> I was ten pounds away from back to where I started two years earlier. Oh boy. Which, if I would have kept going where I was, I I could have gotten there in like two months. And it's, it's all it is is the not working out and the late night snacking. The it's the get home. And eat literally eat a block of cheese, sure. drink six beers, uh, eat a half a box of Cheez-Its, and not think twice about it. So now, like, doing the whole logging thing, like, it just, you know, keeps me on track. No worries. It's a pain in the ass, but it works. Right. Well, um... Oh, yeah. Yikes. Ah. Ah, that was the, uh... What was that? Groundhog Day. 
I had to throw that. I haven't done one of those either. That's true. Got to do it for the show. Many calorie. There is there's a Pizza Hut in our Target, right? In your work? Yeah. No, well, not a Pizza Hut, but yeah, no, there's one, yeah. The the little. Yep, yep, there's one there. Okay. Because I know the one by me, I think, only has the Starbucks. I know the Cedar Crest one has, definitely has the Pizza Hut. Yes. How many Pizza Hut personal pan pizza calories? Let's see. How many kind of personal pan pizza? Central fa- 600. Oh, okay. That's not bad. How many? 600. Not great, but not bad. Inch, it's not great, but like I, I get like a little case of Medea from the Wawa, and that's like actually, actually, I think that's more. Oh really? Yeah, when I I get the jalapeno popper one because it's got bacon on it, so that definitely oh has yeah, yeah. Um, I gotta find a way. I gotta put in a special request to just reduce the sour cream. That would help. They put sour cream. Or if in you it? do, at, yeah, it, it's you do a, a pepper jack and cheddar. And then it's sour cream, bacon, and jalapenos. Hmm. It's delicious. And if you get the right kid and it makes it right, it's a work of art. <laughs> if you get the wrong one and you get like a little bit of cheese down the corner and then you just have a tortilla crust across the top. I'm like, Does anyone take pride in their work anymore? Yeah. Well, so. Also, no one knows how to cut like... You know, you, you take it and you fold it in half, right? So you have like a half circle. Would you cut it into three triangles or would you cut it straight across so you have one giant rectangle down the middle and then two tiny little like weird shapes on the sides? Yeah. You know what the answer is. Well, I mean, that's they how mine don't. That's how mine was cut today. No. Yeah, I don't know if you noticed. It's cut like an oh, asshole no. cut it. Oh. What is and they're they're a quesadilla place. Mm. Well, they're a burrito place, but they, it's the right. same thing. Right. Yeah. Next time, I'm just going right to the ham fam and be fucking with them anymore. Yeah. I, oh, come on! I still the tacos are good. Let's get tacos. Yeah. We'll yeah. still go ham fam. We'll do ham fam on what Saturday? Saturday. Yeah. Friday. We gotta go. Uh... Friday. I I gotta get me some clam chowder. Is that what he has? Yeah. I'm excited. I might get a large. Oh yeah, uh, the, he's got the chicken and sweet corn chowder. Mm. I'm just gonna—I'll uh, eat half of it with like a spoon, like a gentleman, and the next half I'm just gonna walk around the farmers market with like a giant sixteen-ounce cup of soup and just sip it. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna get—I'll yeah. either get the the cream of potato or the chicken and sweet corn chowder soup. The Friday soup tomorrow. Tomorrow is our our—we're not working. Well, we're we're to, home with to, our families. I got to shoot. You got to shoot? Oh, the cow gun thing, whatever. Yeah. Oh. It claims that. It's, and she even, even mom says, she's like, we got to be done by six. I'm like, we're not going to be done by six. She's like, we got to be done by six. I'm like, I want to be done by six, but the last person starts at 530. There's no way we're done by six. But, uh, well, tomorrow's going to be Pizza Hut day for my lunch. Uh, and then, yeah, Friday is soup day. So, wait, there's uh, potato as well? Cream of potato, yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna have a medium clam chowder <laughs> and a small potato to go with it. You don't like uh, like corn chowder, do you? I 
do, but I'm not crazy about it. It's a texture thing. Yeah, I do. I love it. So, but it's chicken and corn. We have Brad both days, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, he'll get yeah. the. And then, oh, and then, yeah, then Saturday, I'll like you said, it was good. I'll do the French onion. On since I already did the patty melt, maybe I'll get uh, a breakfast and a French onion soup on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, I got the stunko at the salad bar. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did, yeah, did you even get anything out of it? No, nah, I mean, it was bad. I don't remember I even. It was bad. The, the soup was great, but the salad bar, not good. Not a not a varied salad, salad bar. So, yeah, but soup, I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be a soup, soup weekend. weekend. Soup weekend. And what a better weekend. What's the weather going to be like? Are we going to freeze our little butts off out there? No, I think it's going to be like in the 40s. Maybe 50. Friday, 43. Saturday, 44. We got sunny on Saturday, too. Oh, right. It's a sunny soup day. And Sunday, 47. Let's go to work. I might get my uh, four-mile walk in. Yeah. Just get it done on Sunday. Get that workout in and keep it going. Uh, And then we got yoga. We've been doing that. uh, Enchantress and myself on the Apple Fitness Plus. Every Sunday, we do yoga with Jessica. I like Jessica the most because she's really good at explaining the maneuvers. Hmm. You know what I mean? If yeah. I just knew my left from my right, I'd be set. <laughs> but I don't. So I'm not. Like you maneuver like a, like a Michigan. Yeah, that's neat. That's neat. neat. Um, all right. Here is my next. We're on my pick, right? Yes. Here's my next pick. Oh, nope, I'm playing the wrong thing. <laughs> this was to be in my... I found a Congo Journey of the Unknown TV special, and this was to be played put into my Watch Later folder. So I'll clear that out and go to this. Over here, Amy. What is it? Amy wants touch. Stroke. I don't understand it. Sign it again. Pat. Oh, sure. Peter. Pat Amy? No. What? Hey, you know, I think she wants to touch head. Touch head. Pat I? Amy wants Pat C? Oh, Pat C. Yeah, there we go. Pat C? Pat C. What's, what's Pat C? I don't understand. She's getting tired. Pat C. Hey, they don't always understand me either. Uh, I love that Congo had crossovers with two of the brands that I lived on in 1994, Pepsi and Taco Bell. <laughs> uh, Congo, man, just watch the movie again. If you think you don't like it or never seen it, it is not a bad movie. It's actually pretty good. And I'm not like saying that like in tongue in cheek, like, Caddyshack 2, which I enjoy, but I understand fully that it's a bad movie. Yeah. Like, Congo, like, if the the person in the gorilla suit bothers you, like, imagine if they tried to do a CGI gorilla. It would not have worked. Yeah. Yeah. I just... Oh, it's such a... I mean, it, it's, it, <clears throat> it, was in, it was in the shadow of Jurassic Park. Like, it, it just expected more, I guess. It did really well. The critics just fucking hated it, except Roger Ebert, who, like me, loved it. But it did actually made a lot of money. Um, and Frank Marshall, who directed it, who produced his wife, 
is Kathleen Kennedy, who certain Star Wars geeks hate. Um, but Frank Marshall directed it. And to be fair, she ruined their childhood. I mean, she didn't make good Star Wars movies, but she didn't ruin any. Like George George Lucas ruined your childhood. <laughs> <laughs> he, he took those movies and fucked them. I fucked with them. Like Kathleen Kennedy just made bad fucking Star Wars movies and TV shows. Some were good, but you know, most were bad. Not bad, just not good. Like I liked Force Awakens when we saw it. I was like, oh, that was great. And I even liked the second one when I saw it. And I even liked the third one when I saw it. But the sum of them together and the desire to see them again is non-existent. Yeah. Yeah, there's... It's got the rewatchability of Lost. I love rewatching Lost. At least the first oh season. God. The first season. Yeah, first season's all right. But, yeah. but um, I think the same goes for the prequels. I like one, but... Like, do I rewatch them? And I, I didn't like two, and I never rewatched it. And three, you know, I, I like them, but I'm not rewatching. But I could watch four, five, and six all the time. Absolutely. Anytime. Yeah. So, but that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about Congo. And it is a good movie, and it's a fun story. And they had cool Kenner action figures. The coolest of it, the Amy, the gorilla, and the, and the gray gorillas, the bad gorillas. They had cool vehicles. They had a... um we talked about a couple of weeks ago, quiz whiz tie in. They had a uh, Pepsi phone card. That's when phone cards were all the rage. You could get a Pepsi phone card. Um, some pogs, Congo pogs, but Ooh. yeah, Congo, uh, trading cards. I had the Congo soundtrack on CD. I loved it so much. That's how big of a Congo fan I was when I was a kid. I had this <laughs> plush Amy looking doll. It wasn't like licensed by Congo, but it looked just like Amy and I had the okay. plush doll and I just loved Congo. Well, the movie is like, and I, the book is good too. And I mean, you're a sweet boy. You got me a signed first edition or not first edition assigned. I don't know what the edition, like the, the, the dust jacket and the book, I believe are two separate editions. Yes. They found their way together. But the book is signed by Michael Crichton himself, which made it my second signed Michael Crichton books. Um, my first being State of Fear. Nice. Um, the uh, they love the book, but the story of like going into the uh, jungle to get the diamonds, and that sets up like because if Peter would have tried to do his excursion without Karen Ross, like they wouldn't have made it to the. It would have been a bad start. It would have been over before it started. Mm-hmm. You know, and she needed cover to get in. So it, and it's just Triton at his best genius. And the movies are done. There's some great scenes. And yeah, uh, Tim Curry's Halka uh, um I am Halka Mahamuka. I am a Romanian philanthropist who only wishes to do good. Like, you know, it wasn't the best accent, but it was still, he was still believable and he was, it was good acting. And fucking, man. I don't know. I just think all the acting in it is great. Ernie Hudson is fucking uh, Monroe Kelly. He was, he was Ernie Hudson like had like a award worthy performance in that movie. Mm-hmm. Dylan Walsh was Peter Elliott. Grant Haslov now produces movies with uh, 
uh, he produced that boy in the boat movie. He's he's uh, George Clooney's production partner. He uh, was Richard, who uh, the the worry wart assistant to Dylan Walsh's Peter Elliot. But um, yeah, Ernie Hudson, man, he was fucking fantastic, and the Great White Hunter, though I happen to be black. <laughs> Did did he get more uh, Congo action figures and Ghostbuster action figures? No, no. I'm just joking. Oh. No, but he, he did have a deluxe and a regular. He had two uh, in a line that didn't have many figures. Hmm. hmm. So, yeah, Dylan Walsh went to have the big career in Nip Tuck, that show. I believe he's in... Because they were kind of like uh, based off the Lost World figures right or led into like it was the transition between the, like the Jurassic Park toys and the Lost World toys yeah they were they were before Lost World but they were before they were, Lost World but... I believe there are a lot of there were some Water World figures there oh okay There's some Jurassic Park reuses some alien bodies yeah oh, I could see that because I remember because I had the uh, the one vehicle they have, like the little ATV with the grappling hook. I have I two that. mint and box versions of that. Yes, <laughs> I had that. That was it. Was the Dino Hunters? Yeah. Uh, thing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but the, but those Dino Hunters came out before was, Lost World. That was part of the original Jurassic Park line. Yeah. All right. So it was technically bef- was it before this or like at the same time? Uh, before that, it was before this, but it wasn't far okay. before this. Gotcha. Yeah, I think they're like, oh, another Michael Crichton animal. This will be, you know, big, and the toys just weren't big, but they didn't push them really at all. So, no, it wasn't like the kids going because they love dinosaurs. Movie that Jurassic Park was. It's still a great movie, and Jurassic Park yeah. is a fucking perfect movie. Like yes. there are a few perfect movies that they were just like, this is a fucking perfect movie. Jurassic Park's one of them. Yeah, and and what flaws there are, like I mean, people love the paper. like, yeah, well, but what about the T Rex paddock? It, it doesn't that doesn't affect the fact that it's an enjoyable movie. Doesn't affect it at all. Yeah, it's, no. it's yeah, it's a fucking logic flaw, but who cares? And maybe yeah. we're just seeing it wrong, and maybe Spielberg knows the answer to that, and we have to ask him. But mm-hmm. that is Congo, and here's your third pick. Alf is a menace to society and ought to be incinerated. Don't you mean incarcerated, sir? No. Once people know Alf exists, he'll be safe. You want to go public with Alf? Then let's not forget the merchandising possibilities. Do you really want to see Alf dolls in all the toy stores? As long as they're plush. I don't render well in vinyl. (laughs) Miguel Ferrer. (laughs) William O'Leary. Beverly Archer. John Schock. Ed Begley Jr. Ray Walston. And Martin Sheen. There's a very thin line between. Oh, that's why you love this so much. <laughs> For the record, he never ate the cat. Project Alpha. I'm looking at two vinyl Alpha action figures on my desk right now. I think he renders fine in vinyl. <laughs> I, I I love it. It is clearly like a little inside, you know, dig at all the the toys that they produced. And I don't disagree. Yeah, they were great. It's great in vinyl. I, I, well, I, this, I is, had a this is a new one from NECA. It's oh. him and his, um, it's Gordon Shumway with mallet, fish, and bucket. And then I have him with his saxophone and the shirt. They're from the cartoons. Yeah. 
but I I had a plush Alf with the little. Uh, I had yeah, absolutely. Him. I had the plush Alf. I had the Burger King plush Alfs, the puppets. Um, yeah, I remember when this came out, um, it was, uh, 1996 on ABC and I, I, we, I, we taped it because I was so excited at this point. I mean, it's been six years since Alf was on Mm -hmm. and it was like an Alf drought. Like he showed up here or there, but he, he didn't at that point. It wasn't the the pop culture reminiscence like like he wasn't doing uh, like collect call commercials and stuff just right, yet right or Radio um, Shack <laughs> yeah Radio Shack yeah so like like this was like it was amazing and maybe this is why I, I do love Martin Sheen so much perhaps it is that because uh, I watched this so much like I burned this tape into oblivion. Uh, I love this movie, and I uh, and Miguel Ferrer too. Like he was, he was great in it. Um, and yeah, Martin Sheen is completely like you would not think. Like wow, this guy is, is a, a quality actor. Like he's just so over the top. Hmm. But it's like you know, it was it was okay. I'll get paid for this. Fine. And he just played the most over the top villainous Air Force Colonel that you you can imagine. But it, you have to when. It's an ALF movie. Um, I remember when you first brought this up. I don't remember if I said I saw this or not. It's on YouTube. No, I mean, I don't remember. I I know our show's on YouTube, but I don't remember what I said. But I'll just be honest. I haven't seen this ever. No, I meant meant Project ALF is on YouTube. Yeah, no, I know that, but... I never watched it, but I was like, I can't remember. I know you brought this up like early on, like when we were still doing it from my old apartment living room. Like I believe that, yeah. And I'm like, back then we just said we saw things just to say it to give ourselves <laughs> street, street cred. And now I can't, I can't remember like the lie. Did I say I saw it or didn't I? Well, I might as well just tell you the truth. I didn't ever saw this. You didn't. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, well, no, I don't I, know what I said. I could have very well yeah. said I saw this, but I, I, either way, you were full of shit. Let's do it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I absolutely, I. I Adored this movie, and it, yeah, it, it's not great. Um, it's as made for TV uh, as you can get. I mean, it's starring uh, Tim Taylor's brother uh, as the lead next to Alf. Oh, what that and, guy? Yeah, uh, William O'Leary. Yeah, he's from A Color of Night, I think. I think. Uh-huh. Uh, he was in Bull Durham. Seeing Color of Night? I don't know. Project Alf. That was pretty early on. Well, he played he played uh, Marty in Home Improvement uh, in thirty episodes. Right. No, I knew who you were talking about. Yeah. But I thought he was in Color of Night. Maybe he was in. Maybe he wasn't. Mm, maybe he's such a shitty movie. I don't see Color of Night. I on don't here. see it either. No. Oh, Hot Shots. He was Dead Meat. Okay. Yeah. But he reminds me of someone else who was in Color of Night. I just thought that was the same actor. All right, I'm sorry. Continue. Yeah. Oh. Um. But yeah, then you got uh, Miguel Ferrer and Martin Sheen in it, and uh, and some of the like uh, the parts in the movies, especially the stuff early on and towards the end, like with the the Air Force people, like it's just 
uh, like just little setups for punchlines and and stuff. And people are like, "Oh, it's out of character for Alf to laugh at someone as he dies." Like, yeah, I, I don't. He's an alien. I don't think he was even aware of what even was even happening. To I think it was Ed Bigley Jr. Um, was he in his electric car? No, he. Uh, that was a. Oh, was was it? Oh yeah, I get you. A joke from Simpsons. Yeah, but no, he does electrocute himself. Mm. Yeah, because um, they were gonna electrocute Alf just to, to test him. Uh, there's a there's a joke I didn't get. Like he was, they're going through all these pictures. Like who's this? Who's this? And they show him a picture of Yasser Arafat. He goes, he was a drummer drummer for the Beatles, and he just blows over it, moves on. And I I didn't get it. Until like the, then the one lady she's like, oh by the way I've met Yasser and not only does he look like Ringo he's a better drummer. My dad thought it was hysterical. <laughs> I had no idea what the hell they were even talking about. Now in hindsight, I think it's quite cute. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, then uh, uh, they're gonna uh, expose Alf to the world and. Uh, I won't, I won't MacGyver the whole thing. Um, but why did I end up on a David E. Kelly page for some reason? I don't know. I'm Project Alf. Uh, hang on. There's got to be some 37 degrees of separation here. Hmm. This doesn't make sense. William O'Leary, Paul Fusco. Why do I Figuring end up there's out things with right? squeezers? Oh, oh, okay. I know how I got there now. Okay, tell us. So in Project Alf, they stay at a motel. The motel is run by Ray Walston, who is like you'd recognize him from just bit parts and stuff but he and he's been around since like the 40s and 50s he was in like everything but he also uh starred in uh picket fences who was created by david e kelly he was or the show was created uh david e kelly did not create ray walson well you said who Uh, was created by the the show picket fences was created by David E. Kelly. Whom? The show Picket Fences. <laughs> was <laughs> and Boston Public. Mm-hmm. And um, and Ally McBeal. Ally McBeal. That's the big one. That's the yeah. money maker. Yeah. Oh, and Doogie. I he did Doogie Howser. No shit. No shit. Look at that. Yeah. Yeah. Influenced by Twin Peaks and Northern Exposure. I see that. Yep, I see that. Um, but yeah, you can easily <clears throat> go and watch Project Alf right now uh, on the old uh, YouTubes, just like I did uh, the other night, because uh, it's there for free for you to enjoy. Because you you shouldn't pay for it. It's not the. It should not be on on a streaming platform that is gated by a, a paywall. I will. I'll go that far, uh, and not because it, it's bad, but because it should be out there for the entire world to enjoy, uh, much like I did. Project Alpha is. 
It's uh, and it's great because it gives you much better closure. <clears throat> it's not the ideal circumstances. Um, the Tanners are now living in Reykjavik. Um, Iceland. Yep, in uh, uh, witness protection, mm. and Alf is uh, a captive property of the United States uh, military. But by the end, it's all good. Spoilers. It'll be okay. It'll be okay. It's a much better, much more fun ending than the series. So. All right. Uh, ready to keep going? Yeah. It's like one day uh, t- there's going to be a show and uh, the Soprano family is all living in Iceland and Tony's just sitting there eating onion Didn't rings. Didn't they do like um, a show with Little Steven that was set in like Iceland after that? Oh, that was... Uh, uh, something hammer. Lily hammer. Lily hammer. Yeah. Lily hammer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it w- it wasn't like that character. No, no, but he was a gangster, right? Yeah, he was. He was a gangster. It, well, it was actually like I think it was like a finished show or something like that. It's like from like they produced it. Like, it's hey. a crime comedy drama starring Steve Van Zandt about a former New York-based gangster named Frank the Fixer Tagliano trying to start a new life in isolated Lily Hammer, Norway. Norway's like, hey, we don't have a show about us. Yeah, it was produced by Norway, yeah. Yeah. By Anne Bjornstad and Elif Skotvin. Because no American's like, hey, we got to make a gangster show. It's like, great, what do we do? It's like, ah, let's do it in Norway. hmm Yeah. Okay, here's my next pick. Ah, Tapper. I love this. So we had a Commodore 64, and then uh, my dad's boss gave him his old Commodore 64 that had a cartridge swap uh, slot in it. The one we had was a later version that only had you had to have a disk drive. And one of the games we got was Tapper. And my brother and I played Tapper non-fucking-stop. And it's funny now, um, we have that arcade cabinet downstairs in Mortal Kombat in our basement, Mm-hmm. And uh, Enchantress and I will play Tapper. And like one day I was down there and I'm like, oh, I got the high score. And she goes, down there, I got all the high scores and knocked you off the list. I'm like, oh, <laughs> clear video, video games. Um, so the 1983 arcade started as Budweiser Tapper. And I'm playing and uh, I'm going through all the different versions. And he, he dispensed, the bartender would dispense Budweiser uh, logoed glasses of beer. And there was Budweiser logos in it. And you'd have to you have to dispense a beer and you pick up tat um, so you go and you, there's four or five or however many bars and how many patrons and you have to give them beer and satisfy them and pick up their their glasses and tips uh, before they get to the end of the bar or they'll throw you down the bar. Um, it's actually a very fun arcade and then they like change and there's there's like a, a side bonus where the little criminal shakes up all the Budweisers and you have to pick the one that's not shaken up. Uh, or it blows up in your face. And it's really yeah. easy. Um, but then they change it to Root Beer Tapper. <clears throat> oh, like a three-card money kind of thing? Yep, yep. Uh, okay. Or, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, um, uh, Yeah, it shakes up. Then there's Root Beer Tapper, which is the same thing in arcade, although he's dressed. He's not dressed in, like, a, um, like a, a, a vest with the thing around his arm. He's more like a soda jerk. 
the the main character. And uh, if you pick up a tab, the Can Can girls come out and distract other drinkers. And he shakes up cans. The the criminal shakes up cans of root beer that say "pop" on them, <laughs> and oh. root beer tapper. Now here is Pap Pap, the arcade for the Suntory. Um, seems a little the same. I don't know what Suntory is, but it must be like some Japanese beer because he's pouring beer here. Uh, what is Suntory? Yes, Japanese beer. That's what that is. I'm just going through versions of Tapper. I never knew until right now that there was a Suntory beer, Japanese version of Tapper. <clears throat> I didn't know there was a Suntory beer. Suntory? Yeah. Uh, then there's a PC DOS 1984 version by Bally Midway. Listen to these graphics. Listen to the graphics? I mean to this, sorry, the music, but the graphics. <laughs> I, I was looking at the graphics and listening at the same time. <laughs> And that came out. But it's the same gameplay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I played the other... I gotta ask my brother if there, had this. There's the Can-Can dancers. Here's the Commodore PC-DOS uh, CGA composite version. Let's see how this sounds. Oh, it looks a slightly better. There's more color. It's not as scary looking. But um, the music is just as bad, and he's—it's in this one. He's shaking up Mountain Dew too, just like the version we played as kids. Here's the version we played as kids: Tapper for Commodore 64. This is the exact fuck. No, this actually had good music. The, oh god, this takes me back to Sunday mornings playing Tapper, and he's—he's he's clearly serving Mountain Dew in this, like it's Mountain Dew logo over the taps, even though it looks like root beer. Mm -hmm. um, and it's the same Mountain Dew gimmick and my brother and I used to sing the song I told this on the show before to the here I'll sing it for you the man is shaking the dew of the man is shaking the dew of the man is shaking the man is shaking the man is shaking the dew <laughs> and then he had to pick it Okay, here is the Atari 8-bit family computer version. Oh, man. It's Mountain Dew. And the music's a little better than this PC version. It doesn't have any, like, celebratory. But the graphics are really strange. And he's clearly serving beer in this one. <laughs> but even though it says Mountain Dew. Let's see if it has the uh, surprise round. Yeah. No music, he just the shaking sound in the Atari version. And our, our main character is not even on the screen. Oh, there he is. And he picks the right one. Here is the Atari 2600 version. I didn't know they did an Atari 2600 version of Tapper. That's the Can Can Dancers. Oh my goodness, this is this is exactly what you expect from an Atari 2600 version of Tapper. <laughs> it plays the same though, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Is, is there like a difference in response time to... I don't know. It doesn't seem like it is. 
Well, I mean, until you're like actually until you're hitting playing the control it, yeah. And, yeah. Let's see. What that, the... that, that's my biggest thing when I was playing in the oh. arcade the other day. Like, look at the the Mountain Dew has the same song. Atari Twenty Six Hundred. It's just way worse graphics. And then he's gonna pick it. What the fuck? He picked the right one. This is the tapper on Apple II. It's funny how these all sound kind of different, right? This one's kind of sped up. Oh man, these graphics are horrible. And it doesn't even have music. It looks like the tapper, the bartender, is composed of like the letters A and B. <laughs> and there's moose heads on the fucking bar wall. But there's no music. Man, the Apple II, I thought it was better than this. The Atari 2600, actually. The graphics aren't as good on Atari, but it actually has music. Let's see if the guy the shaking up song. Bonus screen. Oh, it's a man shaking the dude. <laughs> Did they try? So, uh, Tapper is also in Wreck-It Ralph. He's the bartender. It's hysterical. The the character Tapper. Now here's the Coleco Vision version of Tapper, 1984 again. All right, so far. Okay, this is not bad. This is pretty good. The music's good, and the graphics aren't aren't bad. <clears throat> if you go to Retro Sutra, R-E-T-R-O-S-U-T-R-A, he has Tapper versions comparison, and that's what I'm looking for. Um, let's see when he gets the money, the Can Can song. Oh my god, it's one of those guys with the grind box and the monkey dancing instead of Can Can ladies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's see him shaking up the root. Okay, so he's shaking up root beer now, not Mountain Dew. Oh, and it's just this can-can song. It's not the Mountain Dew song. But it makes sense. It's not a Mountain Dew song, so no Mountain Dew. Here is Tapper for Amstrad PC. Oh, this looks like closest to fucking... This looks almost arcade. Or actually, it's more like... I'm sorry, this is more like uh, Commodore 64. But the music's not as good. Let's see what the can-can song sounds like. Alright, let's see if he shakes. Oh, it's Pepsi in this one. Not Dew. Ooh. But it's Mountain Dew cans. But he sh it's a Pepsi logo. And he's shaking up. It's got the Mountain Dew song. Alright, which which one's this? ZX Spectrum. Ooh, these controls do not look good. Oh my god. This is the worst. Do you hear that music? That's music? Yeah. And like the the characters are all just like black outlines and there's like color backgrounds. The ZX Spectrum version so far is the worst. Let's see if there's can can dancing. I don't think there is. I don't think you get much with the ZX Spectrum. Oh, there's the can-can dancing, but there's no music. 
Let's see if the bonus stage is on here. Oh yeah, it's Pepsi on here too. I wonder if like the emulation was fucked up on this. Hmm. I'd rather just not hear anything. All right. Here's the BBC Micro from 1985, whatever that is. This is official Sega arcade game. All right, this isn't bad. It's kind of like a less colorful version of the Commodore 64. Music's not as good. Let's see what he shakes up. Soda wise. It's Mountain Dew, and it's got the Mountain Dew song. And finally, PlayStation arcade emulator, which is just fucking exactly like the arcade version. Oh, not really, actually. The graphics are not as good. PlayStation 1. Couldn't even, like, do arcade graphics yet. I mean, it's the closest to all of them, but yeah, Tapper. Which version is my favorite? I'd still say Commodore 64. The one I grew up playing. That's the one you gotta go with, right, Squeeze? Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I, I, I don't know how often I really played it. Yeah, it's not something I would have gone out of my way, and if I was in an arcade, it was well past its prime at that point. Yeah, yeah. It's like a bar game, too, because the tap on the Budweiser version that came out, the original, was actually a Budweiser beer, like, tap. But not, like, a big, like, just, like, the tea, small plastic tea tap, you know what I mean? Mm hmm That's pretty cool, though. It is cool. They have one at Barcade. It's pretty neat. All right, here is uh, Squeezer's fourth pick. Okay, so your folks may act a little weird when they see you've got Stimpy's invention, the new Ren and Stimpy game for Sega Genesis. So tell them it's the only game where Stimpy's mutatomatic invention explodes and warps the town, spreading giant flamingos and twisted lawnmowers everywhere. And you can be Ren or Stimpy and team up for crazy cartoon powers like the boomerang and chopper pilot. Hey, it's cooler than powdered toast, man. I just hope there's none of those disgusting hairballs. Stimpy's invention, new for the Sega Genesis system, each sold separately. <laughs> so yeah I was gonna go on about uh, what game do I pick and it would be very easy for me to pick Landstalker which is like one of my favorite that's what you did last time. year yeah. and I talked about it last time and I went ad nauseum it, it's an isometric you know a 3D exploring game and it gets a lot of unfair comparisons to Zelda because you know Link and him are kind of similar in certain structures, and your explorer is looking for, you know, in this case, he, he's a greedy guy looking for treasure. They added um, uh, Land Stalker to Switch, Nintendo Switch. Sweet. And the Sega and the Sega Genesis. Play uh, it, enjoy it. It's fun. I was just playing it today. Okay. On my little uh, my little Game Boy thing, you got me. Nice. Yeah, I was playing that, and then. I played a little bit of that. I'm like, ah, oh, I shouldn't play this. I got to play Stimpy's Invention because I got to talk about it tonight. So I fired that up. And that's why I was so quiet during intermissions because I was just playing Stimpy's Invention for 20 minutes. Hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, it, it was – it's everything. I it, it I had the sound down because I also had my headset on. I also didn't want, like, people, like, just hearing <laughs> – all the time, because it is just a ton of fart jokes mm. and 
uh, hawking hairballs and stuff. Um, it, it it's such a great game. It's not hard, but it's colorful. It's playful. The sound is great. It, it really embodies everything that's weird, silly, and gross about a Ren and Stimpy, uh, and turns it into a game. And 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 it it's short, relatively short too. And I don't know, maybe it's my age too. Like there is a level I remember the the bicycle, um, where partway through the game you had to ride a tandem bike through traffic and then down a hill, and you'd like time your jumps perfectly. And that's where, like, I would fail 90% of the time. My first playthrough today in, like, how many years, and I just cleared it, no problem. Hmm. Huh. Maybe I just sucked as a kid. Um, or maybe I just needed a much tinier screen and smaller buttons. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, it's great because you, you play as both Ren and Stimpy, and you can pause and switch characters. You can play as Ren, you can play as Stimpy, and... It's cool because you use each other as, like, a tool and a weapon. Like, when you're Ren and Stimpy's, like, your cohort, if you will, like, if you need to, like, jump higher, you you jump properly with Stimpy near you, you squeeze him and he farts and you launch yourself up in the air like a rocket. Um, you can, uh, if you have to dig, you use Stimpy as a jackhammer. You can use him as a bowling ball, as a ground weapon, or you... The shooting is you, like, give him the Heimlich maneuver and he hawks a hairball at enemies. Um, or you can rip his nose off and throw up in the air. If you're, if you're Stimpy, you have Ren and you can just hurl him up in the air and use Ren, his body, as a weapon. Uh, you use him as a shovel to dig. Uh, you can jump further and use him as a pogo stick. And uh, if you, instead of, like making him fart to launch you like a rocket you can spin his little ears and you can launch like a helicopter and those different little tools like there's little scenarios where each one is a little better than the other and you can just switch back and forth whenever um, and yeah it's a lot of fun and you got all the all the other little characters in there like the, the dog catcher and you know if you if you die, you get revived, and Powder Toast Man delivers you back to where you were if you still have a life. Um, yeah, it's a it, it's a very fun, silly game that if if you get the chance to play, uh, I say play. And I, I've I've talked about it before on this show, but not a lot in depth because there's it's like I said, it's a short game. I I just told you what it is. Um, but I was also going to use it for my lead and talk more about Landstalker. That's how awesome that is. Um, and the, the Tower of Mirror, especially. And, like, the crypts as you're as you're going through. And there's, like, puzzle after puzzle. And then you get to the tower. And it turns out, spoil. I'm not going to spoil it. No. you got to play it. Because you got to play it. Because you can play it now. Yeah. At least get through the Mirror Tower. But then you get to Green Maze. You're going to be pissed in Green Maze. Because it's, it's a maze. Um because you have to restore the lighthouse. Um, but yeah. yeah you got to play Landstalker. Definitely. So good. Now, I was actually listening to the soundtrack this morning while I was getting ready for work. I just put it on. I was just listening to Landstalker uh, OST on the YouTubes as I was uh, preparing myself to uh, come into work today. Well, but Ren and Stimpy, Stimpy invention for uh, Genesis is fun too. 
There you go. Um, Look at that. I condensed that. I got... I, I tangented concisely. You did. You tangented and you came right back around. Yeah. Did a full 360 there. I would have loved to have MacGyvered Landstalker for you, but now that I want you to play it, which I know you won't, but... Hmm. Not looking good. All right. Here's my last pick. Are you troubled by strange noises in the middle of the night? Do you experience feelings of dread in your basement or attic? Have you or any of your family ever seen a spook, specter, or ghost? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Go Ghostbusters! Our courteous and efficient staff is on call 24 hours a day to serve all your supernatural elimination needs. We're ready to believe you! Hmm. Ghostbusters. I really just wanted to talk about the new trailers. Oh, okay. I'm fine with that. Man, I cannot wait for this movie. I cannot. I, I've logged in a few times to see if I can get my tickets. I finally set Fandango up to remind me when tickets are available because I want my tickets to see this movie so fucking bad. Like, this looks great. It looks so good. I got to tell you, Paul Rod, Boston makes me feel good. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It looks like they, they did what they said they were going to do. They were going to take... They're going to make this feel like a movie version of the real Ghostbusters. And fuck, does it, does it look like it's going to pay off? The, the villains look good. The story seems like it makes sense. Um, I don't know. It just, it's like in New York city again. And I get why they had to go out of it for the last one, but you know, they're back and, um, it's it's not like like so I would say Afterlife was kind of like a soft reboot but not like not like a soft not like a reboot it was like a sequel but a soft reboot because they did a lot of the same um storylines that uh uh you know the the Shandor mines and the Gozer mm-hmm. and uh, all that oh. shit but, they tied a lot of things up, but also introduced new things. Right, and now we've got a whole uh, new big bad and a whole new world ending, and um, all the former Ghostbusters minus you know Harold Ramis are involved, and um, Janine's back, and the new class is there, and Paul Rudd, and it just. It looks there's so much cool stuff, and it looks like they're kind of like adding new technology, and they have like a reason because Winston made all this money, and he's putting money into it, and so there will be more gadgetry and like from the the, the Ghostbusters answer the call movie that they had that wasn't so good, but it still looks like there was this funny thing. Oh, oh Walter Peck being back, that was like I knew he was back, but I forgot about it. So when I saw him in the trailer, and he he might be the mayor now. It looks like. It looks like, and that would be fantastic. I know, and and then he's like a young girl shooting a laser cannon, uh, hanging out the side of a car with no. I was like, oh, fuck, yes, because why the fuck would she be doing that? Nah, I'm just, <laughs> and it's so close. It's like, like we feel like we waited forever for Afterlife, and now Frozen Empire is just there. It's it's coming. It's there. It's uh. It's March 22nd. Jeez. Less than two months away. That's 21 days after I see Dune. 
<laughs> yes. And then uh, a week before a new Godzilla movie comes out. But um, already, well, Godzilla minus one was Japanese. Yeah. And um, but yeah, there's an there's an American Godzilla movie coming out. Hmm. <sighs> anyway, I was just Ghostbusters. We'll always not talk about Ghostbusters. My favorite yeah. movie. My favorite thing as a kid. And I'm very pumped for more Ghostbusters. More Paul. As you should be. All right, Squeezer, let's wrap this up because Daddy's got to pee. Yeah, me too. Bart, the one with spikes. What do you mean Bart has spikes? Johnny? What do you mean Bart has spikes? Johnny? What do you mean Bart has spikes? Oh, hey, man. What do you mean Bart has spikes? Here, try some of this. Ouch. I haven't seen him that excited since he got his heels. Ouch. You tell him, Johnny. You tell the world. You tell the world. Ah, <sighs> yeah. So um, uh, we talked about this before on the show. We've had this debate, and I was like, kind of thirsty and thinking. Originally, because it originally started as uh, birch beer and white birch, because I'm joining them for some white birch beer. Mm. And uh, but then I was just gonna sell for regular birch beer. And I'm like, you know what? We had this whole debate about root beer, and root beer is also delicious. And look, you could pick and choose. You might have your own your own local thing or all the artisanal root beers and stuff. But I mean, if we're talking like rad years, we're talking like the big three, maybe four. Uh, and then there's a big difference too between like Barks and like Mug and A and W. And then, you know, then there's, like, Stewart's in there, which is, like, your dark horse kind of just hanging in there, being chill, but still and absolutely delicious. And normally, if it's available, my go-to. Uh, you know, and you, you know what I got me thinking about this the other day? When they didn't have the sugar-free stuff when we were at Yakko's. Mm. Yeah. That was disappointing. I know. Uh, in hindsight, we should I should have just gotten damn sugary soda who cares <laughs> but that I'm like I can't put that poison in my body and I come home and drink 50 beers yeah or or eat uh, t- two of their hot dogs <laughs> yeah. and some pierogi because that's any better um uh, but yeah um root beer is delicious. delicious yeah root beer is delicious okay we this like root beer the last pick I do like root beer um, so does the gopher but, for the groundhog from uh, Caddyshack too. Urgh, root beer. She so wants a uh, she wants a diet root beer in the end of the movie. So the main character runs across the course while the new Kenny Loggins song's playing. And he gets mm-hmm. a he gets a diet root beer. I like from, how you call it the new Kenny Loggins song because do you even know the name of it? Nope. He runs. Ac- <laughs> I couldn't. It could even be someone who sounds like Kenny Loggins for all I know. He runs back across the course. Uh, hold on, let me see. Uh, Was it actually? No, I'm gonna pull up the Caddyshack to opening scene. Oh, uh, nobody's fool. Yeah, nobody's fool. Theme from Caddyshack too. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I was I I of the big three, like I would I would go Stewart's for sure because everything in a glass bottle tastes better. But I would I would have to go, and I'm not gonna dismiss a treat either. But you know that's very local. Um. But I would go A and W first. 
And look, I'm not saying I don't like barks, but it's just a different kind of thing. You know, and sometimes you want a a barks. So you know, sometimes you want that bite. But I would I would I would go A and W. But mug's not bad. All root beer's delicious. You can't go wrong. That is true. Root beer is yeah. really good. And, and and I was thinking about too, like where where does birch beer fit in that equation? Because you know, kind of they're like brother and sister, if you will, or something like that. And I I look at it this way: it's like where like root beer is like the beer, and like birch beer is like the fine wine, and then white birch beer is your champagne. Champagne you bust out for New Year's, mm. yes, and pale, yeah. Like oh, it's New Year's. Let's get out the white birch beer. <laughs> Let's go to Metro and John's and have some halupkis and have some and white birch beer and play shuffle bowling underneath someone's house next to a car wash. Well, I'll tell you what. We made it through the 10 darkest weeks of the year. It's so light out. I know. The, I know I, I it was so almost, light today. From November 16th to the winter solstice to January 22nd are the 10 darkest weeks of the year and we're out it's it's only going to be good it is it is it felt good today when we were walking around and it was still light it's out one in the morning and i see the sun already <laughs> well that's strange but um are you staring directly at it oh it's just a light mm. well we did it we got a uh, full show done squeezer we came through. We came through. We're back after a week off. And we'll be back next week. I don't even know what the fuck is on our list for talking about next week. Oh, it is... I have it right here. It is... Uh, oh, va for va... Wait. No, but, we still got another. Yeah, the chocolate show. Everything chocolate. So these are two Valentine's... I, I did like a Valentine's Day. It's a very February theme. The chocolate show and then childhood crushes. Oh boy! Um, then animated movies three, uh, another snow day, and then we're gonna get to the menu show in in, in March. Where I don't know if that's gonna be exact failure or what. Oh, it's gonna be great! It's gonna be us just reading things, <laughs> reading menus. This reading is what this show is known for. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, uh, you guys tune in for the crushes one. It's gonna get weird. Yeah. Could scary Sherry be all five of mine? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and we we have to talk about that one because I'm pretty sure we, I'm sure we're gonna have some overlap. Yeah. Uh, well, gadgets. I mean, was one of mine, but I know she's she's yours. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. <sighs> I'm sure I have another weird one somewhere stored back there. <laughs> we could. Yeah. I'll try and pull it out in the recesses. There, there's, there's some that I'm not I'm like. Look, it's, I'm gonna lie to you guys and say that it wasn't a crush, but. <laughs> oh, the witch from Wizard of Oz is really yeah, strange. We're, we're, we're <laughs> uh, Amy from Congo, you know. Uh, <laughs> now we're talking real. Um, yeah, I, I, I think we should definitely. Tanya Harding. Those shows we're going to be preparing for, and before we start, we're like, we got to change topic. We can't do this. Yeah, right. I mean, we're gonna have to 
Uh, that's it. Uh, just you can't listen to this if you want to have any respect left for me. <laughs> like, isn't Gadget a cartoon mouse from Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, you are definitely the chip of our Chip and Dale. I'm the Dale, all right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah, because if I could, I would I would absolutely wear a leather jacket fedora all day long. And I would have a red nose and a Hawaiian shirt and be the goof. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Right. But we all know I, I'm, I'm Monterey Jack. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and I'm gadget. And you're gadget. Yeah. Uh, and and Ian Zipper. <laughs> oh boy! All right. Well, that's it. Uh, we'll get weird in a few weeks, but until then, I'm RK. And I'm Squeezer. Bye, everybody. <laughs>